0: I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series?
1: One, Who will survive? Two,
0: three. Means nothing. nothing. means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream Give you a show like you have never ever seen before. Why? Because I can. Hey
1: guys, welcome to episode 31 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Steve Fountas, back after two weeks with. Eric Sanchez! Whoa, that was a little loud. How you doing, Eric? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, we've just, schedules and stuff like that, for me and for Eric, just have worked out to get a show, so I'm glad we're able to get back and do this. Uh, we had an exciting weekend. We went to the Ring of Honor Global War Chicago show. We could talk about that a little bit. Uh, we've got another show coming up in a couple of weeks, the Rise uh, Wrestling Show in Chicago, I think November, November 10th. Yep. Yeah. We've got that coming up soon for indie wrestling shows. Uh, this next week's show, we're gonna—I'm gonna have Kerry, WWE's SQD Circle guy, back on. He's gonna be at the front row at the TLC show, which is a pretty big show coming up. To give kind of his review for that, I'm gonna talk to him on Monday. And then hopefully i have got a few more interviews lined up. Uh, Horror Movie Barbecue, he's got an awesome, like, nostalgic blog site. Him and I are going to be talking some Coliseum video. And then Ring Skirts, if you follow him on Twitter, at Ring Skirts, he has the Wrestle Cave. He does the posing of his figures, and he makes custom figures. So he'll do, like, a random pose match with figures from, like, In Your House with Double J and Adam Bomb. It's nuts. (laughs) It's it's pretty good stuff. I want to talk to him about collecting and things like that. Uh, We did a figure show before with WF Maniac, Wrestling Figure Maniac. He does a lot of memorabilia and collection stuff, which I had too. Mm-hmm. And I found him on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. Been a lot of interaction lately, which has been a lot of fun. So keep that going. Follow on Twitter at PPW Podcast. Uh, also, if you want to shoot us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. I don't know how you found the show today, but if you want to listen to it on SoundCloud, you can, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app hit the subscribe button, and leave a review for us. It'll help a lot. You can also support the show by heading to whatamaneuver.net and picking up the I Never Complain Online Positively processing Podcast t-shirt, which I wore the Ring of Honor show. It was funny. We'll get into it, I guess, right away. The Ring of Honor show was basically the Bullet Club show, like the Global War show. What Pretty much. Agree?
0: It was New Japan guys against Ring of Honor guys, but 80% of the New Japan guys were American or Canadian, so <laughs> it wasn't like... All Japanese. When ones. I
1: say it was the Bullet Club show, I would say a good 80% of the crowd had a Bolt, bull- some type oh, of Bullet for sure. Club shirt on. Yeah. It was crazy. Bullet Club, Bullet Club. Cody, Omega, Young yeah. Bucks. It was related to the Bullet Club. Some made their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm, I'm curious how the indie wrestlers think, like, dude, buy a t shirt from us, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was nuts the amount of Bullet Club fans that were there and this was an i pay-per-view. It was a good show. It was a little bit long, I think for a 4-hour show being a little bit too long to sit in a kind of a small quartered space. Yeah. Uh but it was sold out, probably about 2500 people I'd say were there in this it was it's like a rec center in, in a suburb of of, them, of of Chicago called Villa Park. And there's gifs online you can see of the show and awesome matches, you know, the, yeah. um, the I thought um, the
0: setup was real nice. The the mm-hmm. just the the seating and the the backdrop, the ramp uh, yeah the pr- production wise was awesome yeah they
1: had a full lighting rig production where you could see everything it was pretty good the only thing we were on the floor so obviously with all this ring of honor shows there's a lot of flipping and jumping around so we'd basically see them up in the air and then they'd be gone for yeah a we could bit. see them
0: in the ring but when they're on the outside you couldn't see anything and i think the audio was a little low yeah
1: the audio i'm sure the mix like on the pay-per-view sounded good because it was right. feeding directly into it but the audio we were we were facing hard cameras so it was kind of cool because wrestlers were basically talking to us the whole night yeah but The speakers were behind them, so it was kind of hard to hear every once in a while, especially with the chants and things like that. I've read some views online of people complaining about some fans being assholes and with chants and stuff like that. We didn't really see that too much in our section.
0: No, it was pretty cool. Um, But either way... I mean, you get a random guy yelling something dumb, but it's Mm -hmm. not like uh, everybody chants what he's saying.
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're all big dorks at a wrestling show. Like, who are you trying to impress here, guys, right? Yeah. Uh, Eric and I were sitting on the floor, and... We were sitting like five seats off the aisle and we walk in and I sit and sit next to me. is like this skinny kid. I'm like, Oh sweet. And next to Eric's is bigger guy. And Eric goes <laughs> to me. He's like, this guy fucking stings.
0: <laughs> I, I told you he smells like fast food grease, but I guess all you heard was snacks. <laughs> you, you said he smelled like snacks, which sounded hilarious to snacks, me, but we'll go with snacks.
1: Yeah. It was hilarious to me. Uh, but, yeah, guys, you can check out the show online. <clears throat> uh, I'm sure there'll be a DVD release set of it soon, and it was on pay-per-view. To me, it, I, it didn't seem like a pay-per-view. It just seemed like a really fun house show, which is what originally it was supposed to be. Yeah. But they did a little angle at the beginning of the show where Cody came out, cut a promo, talked to some shit about Roman Reigns, and then he had a fan come in the crowd. It turned out to be Dalton Hardcastle. Took his mask off. Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle.
0: Hardcastle. <laughs> is there a difference? <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I don't is know. there
1: a soft castle? Maybe, but it was a, it was a fun little moment. And the crowd would yeah. pop form and everything. You knew the guy was a wrestler with the mask because he was. Oh, of course,
0: but who was it? Mm-hmm, and why mm-hmm. is Dalton going for him?
1: Going for the champ? Yeah, it was a fun show. Uh, yeah, I don't want to recap it too much, but it was it was well, the a fun next show. day.
0: There was I like, I follow a couple um, things that talk about wrestling right on Facebook, and one of the things I'm like, oh, I was at that show. They talked about the Bully Ray or. You no, know, mm-hmm. the Bubba Ray retirement. I'm mm-hmm. like, I was there. And then a couple other things talked about Cody saying something about, um, Roman Reigns failed right. a drug test. I'm like, so that was news from the show that we went to. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. You're in, you're an insider. about Yeah. It. I was there. <laughs> you were there. And one of the things that they were talking about how they were doing the one suite, which is the two suite, but you drop the pinky. So there's just the one finger. Uh-huh. Off. But earlier in the night they were doing the one, just the one finger, like a number one and they were touching the tips of their finger. Uh-huh. But then at the end of the night, the one suite evolved into
1: yeah, because of the you know. cease and desist. Yeah. Uh, to me, the the standouts of the show it was obvious. You know, like you got guys in there that are cool. Um, Will Ospreay is great. Um, I Flip thought Flip, Flip Gordon, Flip was Gordon, good. great. Uh, there's there's guys in there that are good. Shows uh, uh Nigel McGuinness. Not he's on WWE now, but what's his name? Nigel McGuinness. Um, the tag team. The guy who was selling his comic book. Why am I drawing a blank? He was the champion. Cody beat him. For oh, him. it's uh, Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. And Frankie Kazarian. Yes. Yes. So the those, those. Yeah, those guys were there. Uh, But you could tell, like, the guys that come across as superstars Mm -hmm. were the Young Bucks, Cody, and Omega. Although Omega, you said you thought he kind of, like, phoned it in a tad a little bit. Yeah, he was kind of acting
0: silly with the selling, but, I Mm -hmm. mean, I guess that's what he's known for in America. But, like you said, in Japan, they're way better matches. Yeah, exactly. I thought uh, Marty Skrull and Hangman Page, Mm -hmm. also a Bullet Club, really just kind of shined also. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it's... uh, and what's funny is Cody talked about at the end of the show. You know, he's like, "You my guys remember '95 and '96 and wrestling was cool." I'm like, "Wrestling wasn't cool '95 yet, Cody." <laughs> <laughs> I think like '98, '99. You're thinking, yeah. And I've heard him talk about this before. He thinks right now we're starting a boom period with other wrestling organizations besides WWE, and he might be right. And you know, drawing 2,500 people and it sold out in 3 days is no small task. They could have went to a bigger venue here. Yeah, they could have. And and drew a few more a couple more thousand fans cuz I guess yeah. they were going on the aftermarket and things like that too, but either way it's cool that if guys want to leave the big WWE machine or TNA or Global Force whatever it's called and go to an independent they can do it. Yeah. And- Austin
0: Aries tweeted recently that he's making more money than he did in the uh well he's making more
1: money now i'm sure because he can charge a huge rate because he's just on tv and people are going to pay to come see him sure um and there was something that got floated around about guaranteed money or something ray mysterio like wants like 25k just to show up Mm -hmm. or whatever so i guess good for him you know if they're going to pay they're going to pay it
0: yeah it's cool we're checking out more indie shows and they're fun Uh, i think the internet has a lot to do with it with ring of honor uh czw pwg all the other stuff that's wasn't really accessible before yep. or if you went to the websites they were just the old kind of like angel fire you know yeah. shitty <laughs> websites with pictures but now i mean there's just so much content there's you can get it online you can download it legally if you want to but there's a lot of free stuff online uh-huh. and like i have the fight fight app yeah for tv or whatever it's yeah, called yeah like i can watch the ring of honor weekly shows there's also a bunch of independent <laughs> shows on their pro wrestling blitz um they've since closed but they mm-hmm. used to be on there too yeah um, there's just a lot of cool things out it's there. It's easy
1: to get to stuff now, which is why it's, it's helping these guys thrive. And with Twitter, they can interact with fans. They can yeah. design their own merchandise, all that stuff.
0: Um, well, my dad asked me when I got back. He's like, oh, did you know anybody there? I'm like, well, I didn't. I do know people because, I mean, there's other people. I've even mentioned it to you. I used to watch TNA a lot when I didn't have cable. So I would just watch Impact Wrestling because I had a laptop and they would replay all the Impact shows on the computer, like mm-hmm. online. So I would just connect my laptop to the TV and watch Impact Wrestling. Um, so there were guys like uh, Lance Archer, you didn't know who he was, um, no. Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley, yep. like those guys were there. Um, so I was explaining to my dad, I'm like there's people that I know because they've worked in other promotions and I don't know, I just watch Ring of Honor more now. So I know who they are. One thing I would like
1: Ring of Honor to do—they do it with the win- women of honor—but they're mm-hmm. pretty much regulated regulated to the to the pre-show matches and stuff. Yeah. They should be more in, into the show. And they, there's so much talent out there on the independent scene that I think they can snatch some of those girls up who may or may not be on WWE's Snack radar. Some s- of them girls snatch up. them up. <laughs> and you join them and, and add to their show because I think it's another thing that they're missing.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they're going to be doing a tournament soon. Um, AAW is doing out here is yep. doing a women's tournament. So I'm, the women are getting a lot of a yep. lot of matches and a lot of time out yep. here.
1: It's, it's, it's helping in that, and that may young classic helped get some exposure to people and, and things like that. It's all good. It's mm-hmm. all good. Uh, what else was we going to talk about? Oh, so, so by the way, The subject today's show, guys, is just silly wrestling storylines we loved, and this was just this sparked a this was a Twitter conversation that kind of spiraled that sparked the idea for the show, because I posted a picture of Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth in my house, not the actual people, but their wedding photo, right? Because I put it put that up down our hallway, and people loved it. They thought it was hilarious, and then just kind of spiraled from there about excuse me, expelled from there about just ridiculous stuff we all love which, which we'll get to here in, in a couple minutes but mm-hmm. uh, one more thing i wanted to touch on was the release of the another yet yeah, another series of wwe funkos and you came in you're like man i was done behind them, and now they came out and i gotta get well, these ones two, too
0: yeah there was two things yesterday i saw the shinsuke nakamura's toys r us exclusive yes. it's going to come out october 26th and it's a limited two so i saw that last night and then i woke up today and i saw the new series with braun strowman uh, two Rocks, one's a chase. Two uh, Razor Ramones, one's a chase. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. There's another one. Maybe not. I think that's it. Uh,
1: but, yeah, there there's a lot of toys getting. So you're going to get all of those or just a couple? No, I
0: just, I, I, you, well, I did buy the bundles before where I got the chases. So last time I ordered, I got the Million Dollar Man chase, which I really wanted. I got the Iron Street chase. I don't really Are you going to get it. the
1: Money, Inc. Walgreens too bad? I don't think so because okay. I
0: already have. A two, a $2 million man's IRS I wasn't, like, a huge fan of. I don't think anybody <laughs> was a huge IRS man. <laughs> Um But the two rocks that are coming out, I don't really need them because I already have the old one. And I'll just wait because, I mean, the ones that I really want are just going to be commons where I can just, you know, buy them online for cheap and use coupons or whatever, but... If you buy them as a set, you're paying almost like $10 a piece plus like 25 for each of the chases. And I guess if you really wanted them all, it's a good deal because then you get a guaranteed chase. Mm-hmm. But I don't really care about the chases coming out. No, nothing nothing too crazy? No, because the Razor Ramon, uh-huh. like the regular one with the purple, <laughs> that's the one I want. I don't care about the end um, of and d- Scott Hall.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. But, but I they're might, really cool. <laughs> I might just get the one rock one because I... I think that one's my favorite, with his silk shirt and his gold chain, his yeah. kind of like afro short care. That was one of my favorite rocks. He was hilarious. And today I was watching. Um, I was telling you before we got started. I was watching this Greatest Fifty Superstars of All Time WWE released a while ago, six seven years ago. DVD or DVD? It's a DVD set. And I didn't watch the countdown, but I remember who, number one, people were like pissed because they made Shawn Michaels it. But I'm like, I guess if you say WWE in ring, then yeah, he's the best ever. So it's criteria, I guess. Anyway, they had a bunch of matches on it. Like ones that you don't really watch very often or see. They had Bret Hart versus Ric Flair in 92, where Bret Hart won the title for the first time. And I was talking to you about, you know, I've heard Bret Hart say how much he bitched with his matches with Flair and all that. But this is a really good match. And... I was, like, into it. It was, like, a 25-minute match. It was good. They worked. It, was, it wasn't, It was like, your crazy spots and jumps and all that. It was just a good wrestling match. And not to say that those type of matches aren't, like, bad or bad. Those spot matches, like a lot of what we saw at Ring of Honor, it was just mm-hmm. a complete polar opposite. Like, it was a huge story told throughout the whole match. Like, there's a while where Bret Hart was working on Rick Flair's arm and where he couldn't use his arm. And then Flair was working on Bret's knee to, to work towards the figure four. And then... There was a huge moment in the match where Bret had superplex, and then because Ric Flair was worked over, he was too weak to overturn the sharpshooter, and then Bret Hart won. And I wish that this would have had more of a build to it and they would have done it at a pay-per-view because I think it would have been a much bigger deal for Bret Hart to get yeah. the title on a pay-per-view at the time. But either way, if you get a chance, watch it. It's on random DVD sets. It might be on the network. I'm not sure because it was at a Coliseum Video exclusive match at the time. Bret Hart's first title one. Check it out. But that was a house show, <clears throat> right? Yes, but they recorded it for Coliseum Video, okay. so it, it wasn't. They had announcer. I mean, post-production announcers and all that. But it was. It was a match they made for Coliseum Video called
0: Smack 'em, Whack 'em. Yeah, well, the, I remember watching at that time, and you know, one one weekend or one weekends, ends. Ric Flair's a the champ. They come back like, oh,
1: Bret Hart won the title. I'm like,
0: what? Yeah, Mean Gene's
1: like, <laughs> I remember on Superstars, I was watching it, or it might have been challenged. I think it was Superstars. Mean Gene's like, ladies and gentlemen, the new. And then I'm like, wait, who the hell is new champion? All of a sudden, Music, I'm like, oh my God, because it's before internet. Yeah. You know, no dirt sheets or all that for me in, in 92 mm. when I was eight years old, but awesome stuff there. Also, this is a match that's pretty famous. It's the halftime empty, heat, empty arena match, Rock versus Mankind. Yeah,
0: I, I remember switching Super Bowl to watch that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just hilarious how much the Rock improvs, like they're in the back, Rock and Mankind, through like the catering area, and the Rock's like beating up, uh, Mankind with all the food. Well, and there's like a lot he, of
0: one-liners from him, too. And he pick,
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. He picks up uh, like some popcorn, and The Rock's like, there's too much salt! And he hits like Mankind, and then he takes a dip of salt, and so he goes, it's mild! And he beats him up. And then he has like some, a giant squash, and The Rock uh-huh. picks up the squash, and he goes, The Rock doesn't even know what this is! And he hits, <laughs> hits Mankind with it. Just one one-liner after the other. Definitely check that match out if you guys can. That,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that could be qualified as a silly match. That was great. What a ridiculous content. Let's have an empty arena match at halftime of the Super Bowl. Yeah. 1999.
0: I watched it. Of course everybody watched it.
1: Wrestling was huge <laughs> and, then. And then Mankind won the title by pinning the rock with a forklift. Yeah. That was so silly and so stupid. If that happened today, people would be shitting all over that by the time. Like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're know, getting over a cough, guys. I'm sorry, but it they was... They kind of
0: did something similar recently, didn't they? With Baron Corbin and maybe yeah. AJ. Yeah. I don't remember who it yeah. was, but... I'm like, that's just like the Rock Mankind Super Bowl show.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't the Rock and Mankind, so it wasn't as cool. Right. Awesome, awesome show to check out. But again, silly. There's a point when they're up at the very top of the arena, at least the seated part, and the Rock pushes Mankind down the stairs. Mankind just keeps rolling and rolling and <laughs> rolling. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But you, you bought it, and you loved it. it. It was great. And then Did it look
0: like multiple takes or just like one continuous? It was, no, it was for sure one take <laughs> because Holy the shit. camera was at the
1: bottom. <laughs> And like mankind stopped and he's like, Oh I stopped then he like pulls himself going ah, 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 all the way down down yeah. the ramp. It was it was awesome stuff, man. And silly but great. But mm-hmm. great. So that I guess my first
0: unofficial silly storyline. What what is one you had? That when you, you said storyline, the first one I thought of was Santina Morella. Uh WrestleMania twenty five, they did, I don't know, twenty five, thirty probably twenty, 20 25, uh divas. It was a diva battle royal. Yeah. And when you won the battle royal you were playing Miss WrestleMania. Sure. You were, you were the greatest of whatever for WrestleMania. So as the match is going on, ever, I already see Santina or <laughs> Santino dressed like a woman in there. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of standing there, doesn't touch anybody. She's like clapping her hands. She's like looking around, doesn't know who to attack. She starts to walk a little, then she backs up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and all the announcers, uh, Cole and somebody else is like, you know, who is the ugly woman in there? <laughs> like, of course we know who it is. So it doesn't get until the last two are in there that he finally make, or she finally makes her move. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think. Glamazon, what was her name? Beth, Beth Phoenix, Phoenix yep. picks up... Um, oh, what was it? Melina, whatever. Okay. Picks her up and goes to throw over the top and Santina runs up <laughs> and lifts <laughs> Beth Phoenix over the top. Both girls go out. Santina starts clapping. She just won. <laughs> she missed WrestleMania. You crack it
1: up. And she, like, What's great about this, if you guys have never seen it, he got a horrible wig on. It's horrible.
0: She's she had like a chin strap like to hold it uh-huh. on. <laughs> um, and then they put like a sash on her. Miss WrestleMania, that's yeah. great. What was the. Uh, Candace Michelle comes in, puts uh-huh. it on, and they're like, you know, what's your name? She's like, Santino. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. It was so funny. And, and everybody is like chanting Santino, so everybody loved it. You know, they're chanting for him. Yeah. It, but it, the best part you know that- at the end, he starts dancing. And it's so funny. If, you gotta watch WrestleMania 25. Okay, he's like cut in a row. It's even on the internet, but
1: it's I'll just so it funny
0: when he's dancing. So
1: I don't think on the network they show up because of the cut. But did you know the guy during that before that match because I was at WrestleMania 25, uh-huh. Kid Rock does a performance and like oh, forms yeah, so the hot. girls coming out. Yeah, he like, just whole, but before that he plays like six songs and like wait, oh did he? Is, yeah, it was all like his like country hits or whatever. I'm like this is awful. <laughs>
0: I've had that album when that album came out. That's probably the last thing I bought from Kid Rock. Yeah, you're um, done with with Senator Kid Rock now? Whatever he no, was I doing. just he just didn't put anything out after that that I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> but there was something afterwards where he still kept on doing the Santina stuff. And I remember there was a match where, what was the big guy? Uh, Kali? Yeah. Like he attacks Santina and ripped ripped her top off and he's like holding his nipples like, Oh my god, oh my god, my like, you know, my boobs are out. And everybody just makes a big joke about it. Like it was super silly that everybody loved it. He was probably
1: the greatest one of the greatest comedy wrestlers WWF has ever had, WWE's ever. Yeah, had.
0: he he was my favorite. Just the way he walked, and he would do the speed walk mm-hmm. and then he would just walk around like pretending like a uh, pretend trombone like a marching band yeah, and after he won everything was so great about him it was so funny mm-hmm.
1: yeah it sucks he got hard and to retire but yeah he was he was a great character and a funny
0: storyline all the time so that's the first thing that popped in my head when you said you know silly storylines
1: well, what was the other one you talked about the billy and chuck wedding the billy and chuck, chuck wedding. wedding did yeah. you you like that now
0: No, I liked it then. I thought it was kind of funny because they were just totally ambiguous. Tell the story really quick.
1: I was barely, I wasn't watching it all when this happened, so I have no, like, Well, leading up to it,
0: it was after, well, obviously after DX. They had nothing for him, so they kind of just paired up Billy and Chuck together. And they would just be, like, ambiguously gay. Like, you just kind of didn't know if they were gay, weren't gay, but they acted gay. Yeah. They're not, but maybe they are but there would be backstage segments where they're, like, stretching and they're, like, in each other's, like, their butts are in each other's faces and they're just doing these really weird stretches, like sexual positions, like, stretching each other out, oiling each other up, but, you know, they were bros, so it didn't matter. I'm like, wait a second. So then I think everything went out the window when Chuck proposed to Billy. So Uh then they were going to have this wedding. Um, But this this is just over, a couple months or whatever. So they're doing the wedding and then it just turns out That, um, um, Eric Bischoff is in disguise as the priest, right? Yeah. As the priest. So he rips off, (laughs) or starts to say something about, you know, a commitment, you know, lasts for years or weeks or three minutes and everybody's like, Oh shit, three minutes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Bischoff rips off his old man mask and, um, three minute warning comes down and just wrecks the whole, just wrecks everybody in the ring. 4 billion Chuck. Yeah. But that was a story that lasted for a while, too, which is it hilarious. It did. And I thought what else was funny was outside of WWE, um, GLAD, mm-hmm. G L A A D. I don't know what it stands for, but they were, I guess gay lesbian activists and stuff yeah. like that and they really were on board with it like oh you're portraying gay people in a good way yeah. And vince is like of course we are <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah wb never does stereotypes ever yeah so be a star partner <laughs>
0: with glad and they're doing all this thing and then you know i don't know i think they got swerved too yeah. <laughs> they thought it was all like legit oh jeez. so yeah. not only got like the like the wrestling fans but then you get you know another outside
1: so with these silly storylines we're talking about, it's funny because you we were, we're talking about the ones that worked and the ones that we loved. Yeah. Which is why I don't get upset when WWE tries something and it just fails miserably. Like this Sister Abigail thing, I'm like, ooh, this is really bad. <laughs> but for you know for guys who don't aren't watching the current product, Bray Wyatt's been as you know been talking about Sister Abigail for years. Yeah,
0: since his NXT days. and everyone
1: just assumed oh it was a, a person or like someone that died or whatever. Yeah. But they're turning into, no, it's actually him as a spirit, which basically means he wears white face paint and has a voice distorter or something and a a veil.
0: Have they actually showed (laughs) him in drag, or is it just on his face? And they kind of do the um, image digital swap. I don't
1: know. I'm curious what's going to happen with this match, but it's so ridiculous. But I'm like, all right, you know, I'm sure when they wrote on paper – Kane was Kane The Kane storyline looks stupid, too, but that worked, so let's give him a shot, but it's yeah.
0: ridiculous. I'm convinced that it's going to be Sage Beckett, who's going to be Sister Abigail. No, it's him. I don't know. I think Sage is going to be it. <laughs> it's him. Okay. Or it's going to be the girl from Sanity, <laughs> Nikki Cross. No.
1: It's going to be Paige. She's coming back. You think, I think Sage is the same size as Bray, and she'll come out. <laughs> Piper Nevin's going to come out as Bray? She's too big. Too big. New gimmick. All right. So let's get into more fun storylines that we liked. One of the first ones I thought about was the Austin one where he kidnapped Vince McMahon and made him piss his pants with the bang 316. Yeah. So if you remember the storyline, Vince told Austin if he did not crown a new champion between Kane and Undertaker, he'd be fired. And they had a match at Judgment Day, the pay-per-view. And Austin was the referee. He knocked them both down, and he counted one, two, three. and he said, the winner is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Vince fired Austin in the storyline. Next night on Raw, Vince is off like on the ramp talking his shit, you know, saying these Austin three sixteen shirts are selling like hotcakes because it's vintage memorabilia now and blah blah blah. So then up on the Titan drone, they show Austin in his truck in camel gear with a gun. I'm like, oh cool. <laughs> so in storyline, he's going to kill Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't they call the police? So Vince gets all his security in and all around him and everything, and eventually Austin kidnaps him Mm -hmm. so the whole time he's torturing him and torturing him you know and i'm like as i'm watching this live like this is fucking awesome vince sucks we love austin austin's a badass all that stuff but when you look back like oh my god he was gonna murder him (laughs) (laughs) they had no problem with guns back then no they did not apparently and then he pulls him out on stage eventually just says vince i want you to look up there so your eyes pop out of your head like everyone and people are like yeah like what if they actually fuck him up (laughs) And then he sh- pulls the gun, and it's a it's a toy bang three sixteen flag. Vince pisses his pants, but I'm like, what if he grabbed the wrong gun? Right, what <laughs> if? <laughs> that was just one I loved, and it's it's remembered as awesome when you break it down. It's just so so goofy and so silly. Another one that's goofy and silly, but for some reason is like remembered super fondly is when uh, Triple H married Stephanie McMahon for the yeah, first time. Yeah, that was awesome when. This this kind of leads into or comes from the Stephanie Test storyline where Shane was against her dating Test and they had the mm-hmm. lover or lever match and all that. So Stephanie and Test are having their wedding on Raw. And all of a sudden, Triple H comes up on the Titan Titantron. And he goes, "No, we're all check this out." Like she's already married.
0: Apparently, he kidnaps her, <laughs> kidnaps her, drugs
1: her, puts her through a into a drive-through, and like he's like, "Oh, you're Triple H in, in Vegas." <laughs> and then Stephanie's passed out, and she, and the lady's asking <laughs> him, do you accept Triple H?" What and do goes, I do? "Yes, I do." Triple H is saying <laughs> that. Hunter and Stephanie, who are gathered here together in the little watchable tunnel, is, is all this really and necessary? necessary? To I need to you. Sh- but, 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 I need you to speed this up. Get right to the I-Dos, get the rings on. Let's get out of here. Come on, we're in love,
0: and we'll get you to you get Hunter, will you take Stephanie for your wife?
1: Oh, you know I do.
0: And Stephanie, will you take Hunter for your husband? Oh, yes, I do. Waste the ring upon her, Look into her eyes and
1: say, "I, Hunter, take you, Stephanie." Is that all that necessary? Can we just get to the she does, I do, and, and the Robert, ring on the finger thing? You have
0: to say something. All right. Okay. Well. I, Hunter, take you, Stephanie.
1: I, Hunter, take you, Stephanie. Uh,
0: for my wife.
1: For my wife. All with right. With this, this, this
0: ring. With this ring. I be wed. I, be wed. I promise to love you.
1: Oh, for the love of God. Can't you get that idea? I promise to love you.
0: And honor you. And honor all you. All the days of my life. All
1: the days of my life.
0: Mm. Okay. Here we go. Stephanie, you place the ring upon me. She'll hands. get it for There Here we go. Okay, she's right. doing it. Yeah. She's doing it. Uh, I, Stephanie, take you, Hunter. I, Stephanie, take you, Hunter. Uh, for my wife. Or for my husband, excuse me. For my husband. I promise you. I promise to love, honor, and definitely obey everything you say. Okay, so by the way. In me by the state of Nevada, here at the Lombard Chapel Bible, when well, I are now too, how's it you are legally married? Mm-hmm. Thank you, And Your license is here. Sweet.
1: Hey, Dean. Get that stuff out of the trunk. Throw it on the car, would you? Okay. Give me the camera. I'll do it while you're in there. Get that stuff
0: there, up. All right. Get that stuff out of the trunk. Hey, thanks a bunch, you know. Congratulations uh, and best wishes really to you, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so hey,
1: Gene, get those together. cans out of there, too. Not Stephanie's, the Got ones you. in the trunk. Hey,
0: look.
1: Hey, not only are you a great bartender,
0: but you're the greatest decoration man on the planet. That's a fucking right it. now. No problem, sir. <laughs> No, Stephanie. you don't receive a marriage, right. marriage license in the mail. All right. But this is the original one that you just have received right here. your marriage? You got it? I've got it right you here. rules for happy marriage
1: yet? Yeah, uh, no. Here, you've
0: got to have your rules.
1: Jean, take this back, would you? Okay,
0: here's your rules for a happy marriage. Okay. All right? All right. Hey, Life. Stay Very happy. Okay. All right, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye, now. Bye-bye. Drive carefully. All right. Have a nice.
1: Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs.
0: Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Bye. Go careful. My God, I I can't believe this. Stephanie and Triple H are married. immediate family he's got a wedding ring i know that you can only have one question on your mind dad oh my god i hate you and that is i hate you not did we but how many times did we consummate the marriage oh my god i cannot believe that Triple H has married Stephanie McMahon. It's okay, Steph. For God's sake. sake. My God, I can't
1: believe this. You're laughing now, but I'm like, oh, my God, this is assault. And he, yeah. might, what did he, he bless her. Salt, rape. <laughs> like, against her will, all that stuff. But it ends up, she ends up staying with Triple H and all that. And yeah. obviously.
0: The like man Helmsley era <laughs> was on for a while.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy, but hilarious, too, that that happened. Yeah. I guess there were a lot of silly things in the 90s. (laughs) A little bit. What else do we got? I got uh, a... Yeah, I mentioned the Lover, Her, Lever, Shane, and Test Mm storyline. I was in, like, invested in Test. I'm like, oh, I want him to be happy with Stephanie, and Stephanie seems happy, and why is her older brother against him? And they had an awesome match at SummerSlam and and all that. But I was in during the 90s, 90s storyline... This next one I want to save to the end. It's probably my favorite one. Well, so one I'm of the different.
0: things I vaguely remember, I don't know, you may not have been watching, but I remember there was a storyline, because I would watch off and on, so it's not something I really remember, but I remember there was uh, Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon against Shawn Michaels and God. Mm-hmm. And I remember all the promos that you know Vince would do about how he was going to beat God and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then they had a
1: spotlight come down <laughs> yeah, for the match of right. God. yeah. Do you know what happened with that match? I don't remember. I think Michaels won, but... I remember, so Vince didn't pin God. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I remember the storyline people are asking Michael's, like, you know, how could you be okay with this, you know, as a Christian? He was like, I think God has a pretty good sense of humor, yeah. you know, type of thing with his attitude about it. Yeah. Uh, how about the Nails Big Boss Man Nightstick on a Pole Match at Survivor Series? Was there a storyline or was that just a match? The storyline was Big Boss Man was an asshole. he <laughs> correct he was the the, the prison guard a beast to beat the shit out of nails with his nightstick. that was believable right but doesn't that make boss man the heel no because <laughs> no. nails is such a bad guy yeah he's such a horrible man he deserved it <laughs> he deserved all those yeah it was survivor series 92 and then nails ends up winning and beating the hell out of the boss man with the nightstick. i'm like oh man that's not how this is supposed to go <laughs> not at all uh what else we got here we got Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez at WrestleMania nine, they—I have- felt
0: bad for Giant Gonzalez because I thought he was okay. He came from WCW. He got Elegante, like he did okay. Like he seemed like a super friendly guy. Mm-hmm. He was friends with Sting and the Steiners. I'm like, okay, this guy. This guy is cool by association. Uh-huh. But then he comes over here in his big fur suit and his <laughs> <laughs> his fuzzy balls and ass and just everything is just ridiculous with this suit.
1: Yeah, but we love it now, looking back, like how great it was, how bad and hilarious it yeah. was. Uh, the, the thing that was great with this WrestleMania nine match was they sold, like he put like a rag on Undertaker and they're like, Oh, it's chloroform. I could, could you smell yeah, that? could right. you smell that? And yeah. let Undertaker come, like he's, he won. Like, what if, think about this history wise, what if they decided at WrestleMania nine? Hey, we're going to have Gonzalez win. No streak ever happens. Right. Because that'd be crazy. Right. That would be. Undertaker wins by DQ, but he comes out after the match, like. Half was half, you know, drugged up, wanting mm-hmm. to whoop his ass. And when he comes out, the crowd goes nuts that, that night at WrestleMania nine. So everyone shits on that match and it isn't great and it's horrible and all that, no technical, no stars, whatever you want to call it, but it was a lot of fun to watch that match. Yeah. I loved it. I had a bunch in a row there. What's your what, what's one other one you had, or did you have one? I think that was the only other one I was thinking <sighs> of really. All right. Well, I'll make you talk about one then here. <laughs> How about uh Papa Shango and Ultimate Warrior. Remember their storylines where Papa Shango put a curse in the warrior?
0: I don't remember why he put a curse on him, but I remember they were doing, or um, Ultimate Warrior was doing an interview with maybe Mean Gene on the yep. side, like on the ramps, and all of a sudden this black ooze starts pumping out mm-hmm. of a of a hose <laughs> on his hair and it just starts coming down and he's He's like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I see the hose. Yeah. And he's he's wearing a big jacket and you can
1: see what's in there. But as a kid, I was like, how did they do that? Yeah. And he also made a Ultimate Warrior puke. He was having convulsions or whatever because he put a curse on him. Yeah, I
0: remember that. Why was the curse on him? Do you know? Well, they started
1: a feud because, remember, he came to save Hogan at WrestleMania 8. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's how they started like a feud. Okay. And again, this is another thing that was goofy and stupid, which they're still doing today with the Sister Abigail versus Mm -hmm. the demon stuff. But they've always done it, which is why people are like, it was so much better.
0: It was at times, but at times it was the same thing or worse. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I don't really like, oh, it was so much better, you know, 30 years ago. I mean, was it really? (laughs) I remember watching it. It wasn't that great. (laughs) It was still fun to watch, but there was a lot of stupid (laughs) stuff in there. Yep, for sure. Uh, What else do we got here?
1: Uh, one thing I liked when I was a kid, I liked the Michaels boyhood dream storyline. Mm-hmm. Did you like, did you, were you in, did you buy into that? or you? No, you I hated just, Shawn Michaels. In 96, you hate him because you were like three or four years older than me. So yeah. I could see that. So I'm 12.
0: So you're 16 or 15. Then mm-hmm. it makes sense why you would. Because I was total Bret Hart, and here comes this young punk who's going to try to take over. So let me, me let me ask you. He's going to try to appeal to, appease the fans and be all sweet about everything. When Michaels was pushed as the next like challenger to
1: Hell, mm-hmm. did you buy him as the as like a credible challenger? You just no, didn't like you didn't buy him. Why not, not, not? at all? Oh.
0: I just didn't. I just saw him as too small. I don't know. I didn't see him he's same size as Bret Hart. Bret Hart just seemed bigger to me.
1: Why? Because his jackets?
0: No, I don't know. He just seemed like a better, more superior (laughs) athlete at the time. Yeah, if you say so. But no, Michaels is better. In hindsight, yeah, he is better. (laughs) But at the time, he was kind of coming up and he wasn't established yet. Okay. I'm like, well, you know, this doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. Like, I'd rather see Bret Hart and Perfect go (laughs) for for a world title than Shawn Michaels.
1: (laughs) It. I don't know. Like, I just bought it. Like, it was right in my wheelhouse as a fan. Like, they pushed the story as Michaels has always been a fan his whole life when he was a boy and he wanted to be champion. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's me. I'm a boyhood and I have a dream and all that. <laughs> I want to be a champion. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved, like, the the uh, <clears throat> and, like the build. Like, and the challenger, Shawn Michaels, with a boyhood dream flying through the air. The yeah. champion, <laughs> Bret Hart. <laughs> built from the dungeon, like, I loved all that shit. Yeah. It was great, but
0: my so... fandom kind of started to fade out around 94, 95, and to me, Bret Hart was the best guy at that time. So then as I tuned in here and there, to me, Bret Hart is still, like, the top guy. Yeah. In my head. And then I would see, I, I don't know if he was, to, if Shawn Michaels did stuff with Diesel and stuff like that. I just didn't believe that. I'm like, Diesel's kind of, just kind of dopey looking like, buy him, and <laughs> And then Sid A lot of over. people
1: didn't buy a Diesel 95 C1. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, all the, then there was other people coming from WCW into WWE and just, I don't know. I stopped watching around that time, too.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I was in. All in for HBK.
0: Yeah. That's your, that's your uh, favorite era. My boy. Another
1: <laughs> guy, another thing that I was all in for was what we talked about earlier, the Macho Man Liz wedding. Yeah. 91. Like, I was just... Ever since Macho Man and her got back together at WrestleMania 7, I was like, this is awesome. They're together. And on this new uh, WWE DB that just got released called Unreleased, 86 to 96 or whatever it is, there's a bunch of matches with guys that you've never seen or just matches you've never seen before. And one of them was this match called Mr. Madness versus, it was like the Berserker or something. Mm Mm-hmm and they were like Macho man re- was retired macho King was retired so he would wrestle under M- Mr Madness he, was, okay. he wasn't Do they have wrestling- a mask or- no no, <laughs> no <which made> <laughs> he sad. just comes out of Macho man yep exactly with Liz um but I loved that storyline I loved on superstars when he proposed you know he's Elizabeth yeah and he's on down on one knee and pipers giving him like encouragement and all that stuff too and right so I've
0: got something to say to the zillions of people Maybe. Come on, you can do it, Randy. Come on, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I love you.
1: He's getting there, folks. He's building up his courage. I think maybe he's going to ask her. What's, he, what's that? Look at that! Hard rock. It's Take a bad. look. Whoa! Oh. Look at that ring. He's going to ask her, folks. What's the answer going to be? Look at that.
0: Come on, Andy. Don't pop out now. Somebody said, get on your knees. You hear? Right, I think do it right if right you're gonna do it. He's having second thoughts. It looks to
1: me like he. All right, I, I think he. She's too beautiful. Not now. Don't
0: walk. I gotta help him. Elizabeth Will you marry me? (laughs) We don't have an answer.
1: We don't have an answer. It was awesome. And then their wedding freaking main evented SummerSlam 91. It was the last thing to go on, and people didn't shit on it. It was in New York, and no one was
0: really booing. I loved it.
1: Yeah, you were in. It tugged at your heartstrings when you were in fourth grade. But this isn't
0: just wrestling anymore. This is, you know, nice nice little soap opera and feel-good moments.
1: And then they had the reception, and the Undertaker went and ruined
0: it. Oh, that bastard. And Jake the Snake. They went and ruined it. But, uh, was Tataka part of that uh, no. ceremony there? Nope. Like gift-giving, anything like that? No, I don't
1: think he was in the WWF yet at the time. Oh, okay. He didn't debut until, like, 92, I think, or 93.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, it was just... That was one that, even still today, like, I'll watch. And I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. This is fun. I like yeah. the Macho Man Liz storyline. And they had, like, a, a music video to their love and all that stuff, too. Which, yeah. Cheesy 80s music. It's great. It's great. It's great. So the one here... That was mentioned on Twitter by a few guys, is the Val Venus Kianti stuff.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I was going to bring up.
1: Okay, go ahead with your Val with Kianti and versus Val. Well, Venus. I don't remember a
0: lot of details. I remember uh, Val Venus, ex porn star, turned wrestler. Ex porn star, turned wrestler, was <clears throat> dating one of the Kyan sisters. He was dating the the or the wife. He a manager, and he was it was their okay. daughter. Okay, the yeah. daughter. Yeah. So he was fucking the daughter. <laughs> And then they're in a tag team match, and uh what's that kid, that little kid's name? Taka Taka Mishinoku mm-hmm. turns on him, joins Kai and Tai, and then I think they just grab Elvenus and they do the whole choppy choppy pee-pee. <laughs> like they're <laughs> going to chop his dick off in the back. If you know more about it, I don't. That's kind of what I remember.
1: Yeah. So basically, that this the storyline you laid out is pretty true. That's pretty much <laughs> what happened. But one time they're like they're up on the stage and. uh the Kainti is, I'm sorry, on the stage. Mm-hmm. And Valvinus is in the ring. And Kayantai's cutting the promo and saying, Valvinus, and they have, I choppy choppy, your PP. And they've got like a big salami sausage on the like the stage. He chops yeah. it with his sword. Okay. And then later that night or next week later, they're like, Where's Valvinus? And the cameras go back. And Val Wenis is strung up. His pants are down like his dick's on a table. <laughs> and then he's got a sword. And uh, the manager's got a sword back. You hear the, a big scream. Ah! And then the lights go out. You're like, oh, my God, he chopped his dick off.
0: Yeah.
1: It was just hilarious. And then John Way Bobbitt, who famously in the 90s, got his dick chopped off and then sold back <laughs> on. Yeah. Is uh, it, w- it was part of the storyline, and Val was like, you tried to cut off the big Val Boski, but you couldn't do it. I'm like, does that mean like his dick bounced off the sword? Like, what happened? <laughs> no, I think he said it was because of shrinkage.
0: <laughs> he didn't get
1: chopped. <laughs> like he retracted? Yeah. <laughs> so you got to love ridiculous and silly wrestling storylines. There's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about watching is because as, as, much, as fun as it is for it to be serious, and to be invested in the stuff and wanting stuff to happen, like the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff that's been going on. Did you watch Raw last night? No. Did you see what happened, that they came out through the crowd in their old gear? I heard
0: about it. I didn't see it. I yeah. saw a couple things at the gym, Yeah. I didn't so, see that part.
1: So Twitter was blowing up about it, too. But I was watching Raw, and Kurt Angle comes out, and, like, let's have the S.H.I.E.L.D. come out. And they do the Sierra Hotel Echo, whatever, S.H.I.E.L.D., and Turner, And then Roman's music. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're looking to the rap, and all of a sudden, like, people crowds like oh no they're gonna come to the crowd which was cool enough but yeah. they were all wearing their old shield gear That's the awesome. vests and, and the boots and i'm like oh shit this is badass like as much as i'm like trying try to be jaded like this was you know a member berry thing and member remember how great it was like damn it was awesome it was like and they, i
0: hope they stay together for at least a year i mean i don't mm, think it will but
1: yeah who knows but either way it was it was great you know it was a. Uh, just a great nostalgia moment so stuff like that like the fun awesome stuff then there's yeah. ridiculous silliness stuff that still goes on today like this Alicia Fox going crazy storyline like
0: I, I kind of like it she goes it. crazy every other year which is always great because yeah. I think she's so I don't know sexy or hot when she just goes nuts yeah that's what i want She was
1: in a, she was in a match with sasha this week and she pushed the ref and goes like, what are you doing like wet nuts yeah. and she's got a new t-shirt that i'm sure is gonna be on clearance in a few weeks it's a picture of a fox it's crazy like a fox oh good so you can pick that <laughs> i'll up. have to check that out yeah. in next month yeah you get to pick that one up but it was it was funny how that went down and there's still silly stuff going on and there's stuff that obviously we don't like currently and there's stuff we don't like in the past but you keep watching it because it's fun and there's Every wrestling's got something for everybody, I'd say. Like, oh, for sure. You know, my wife will kind of watch sometimes, and she's a casual fan, but she's getting more into it. And so, last night she was, like, watching something. She's like, I cannot get stuck in it. I have too much to do. So she, like, walked away. So you don't want to get stuck <laughs> into this stupid thing. But it's it's fun stuff going on right now. And independent wrestling seems killing it. And WWE's probably not killing it, according to if you talk to everybody. But watching that shield, like, how can you not be, like, Oh, man, this is the shit. Because the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Were, the, were probably the coolest faction that's been around since DX, maybe? You know? Think oh, about yeah.
0: That. I, I remember their debut, and I remember the whole CM Punk you know hired them. And he's mm-hmm. like, hell no, I don't have anything, have anything to do with them guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they would always attack CM Punk's opponents. <laughs> but they were awesome.
1: Yeah, they were. And they still are. And they're all great wrestlers. And... My ideal thing, what would happen if I were to fancy book everything, I would have Roman beat Lesnar for the title at the Royal Rumble, but then have uh, Ambrose and Rollins do like a tie where they both win the Rumble type of thing, like Mm -hmm. Bret Hart versus Lex Luger era type thing. There you go. And have a triple threat match at WrestleMania for the title. And the shield all come
0: out together. Yeah. And And they leap together.
1: (laughs) And then I would have Ambrose win the title because i think he'd be the most like guys people would want to win and then roman kind of is like damn like doesn't turn heel shakes his hand goes off in his own thing and i think that's when people would start to cheer more for roman like okay he's humbled he's better and then they can build him back up then you can push him to be your guy and all that yeah stuff. that's smart that's what I, that's what i would do um but we'll see there's rumors that they're going to do roman brock again which they might there's rumors they might do cena versus Ginger mahal for the title which they might which would be kind of good oh, that'd be Jinder with the title for a while, huh? Cool. <laughs> right. And There's also the rumor that Brock versus Jinder for the title at Survivor or not the title, just Champion versus Champion matches Survivor Series, but it's all rumors. We'll see what happens. Lots of interesting stuff still to go down for yeah. WWE in the next few weeks. Those were the silly storylines I had. Uh, there's a handful of them. Thanks to everyone on Twitter for for submitting to us. Keep keep those coming. They're a lot of fun. Maybe if I after this out in post production. I'll add some clips to this show and, and see what we can do. But you got any other storylines or fun stuff you want to talk about? Oh, that's kind of it. Yeah, kind of it too. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was a kind of impromptu show this week, so hope you guys liked it, uh, follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. with any show suggestions you might have or topics you want to talk about or just to shoot the shit. PPW Podcast is always fun to talk to everybody on there. Uh, ppwpodcast.gmod.com if you want to send a note or an audio question in like Sammy did a couple weeks ago or an audio comment and whatamnoover.net to buy the PPW Podcast t-shirt so Eric you got anything else that's it that's it sir cool thanks guys for listening we will see you next week